Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Female Founders Network, a podcast brought to you by invoice to go I'm your host, Nat, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sylvie. Hey, everyone. We record our show in the Forbes Street studio in downtown Sydney, Australia, but we bring guests from all over the world. So you'll hear people from the US, the United Kingdom, Europe, the Asia Pacific, anywhere that we find women who lead and inspire others. This is a great podcast for women who are navigating business ownership, leadership, or just life. Each episode should connect you with someone else's story, but also leave you with practical tips and advice that you can use in your own life and in your own business. Today, we're talking to Michelle Hargraves. She owns a business called That Lady Trady. For those of you who are listening outside of Australia, if you're listening like in the UK or in the States or something, Trady is the term in Australia for tradesperson. So this is someone who typically works with their hands. So a construction worker, an electrician, a plumber, all of those uh, professions are called tradie professions. Um, and she's going to talk to us about, you know, sexism in the workplace or in her industry. She's going to talk to us about, you know, what led her to become a female handywoman and the keys to success that she's found have really helped her business grow. Welcome to the Female Founders Network. Today we have someone who really inspires me. She is called That Lady Tradie. And I want to explain a term for those of you out here who might be tuning in from the United States or the UK. The word tradie in Australia actually refers to tradesperson. So it is someone who works a trade. So it might be someone who works in the construction industry. Um, it might be someone who runs a cleaning business. And Michelle is a female handywoman who does a lot of cosmetic work. And she has established a business as a female handywoman that is quite unique. And we are going to tell you all about it today on the Female Founders Network. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Michelle. How are you today? I'm, I'm excellent. Excellent. Even better for being here. <laughs> I'm good. So, Michelle, we just want to know about you. So where did you grow up? You know, what was your foundational uh, career like? What led to being that lady tradie? I, uh, I grew up in Sydney in a little place out along the water. So we, we spent a lot of time swimming and playing and stuff like that. But um, a lot of my family and everything are in the trades. My uncle was an electrician. My other uncle, a builder, and I guess, and my dad was a fitter and turner. So I grew up playing with tools. And while my little brother was inside helping mum, I was outside in the garage with my dad. So what is a fitter and turner, just for people in the States that might not understand those terms? People that work with metal and... Oh, um, gotcha. It's like a welder. Welders. And, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So how did you start your career? How did you, what did you do before you became that lady tradie? I had a 20-year career with Qantas Airways. Okay. I was doing their payroll taxation and superannuation. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I would just look out the window and say, oh, my God, you know, it's such a beautiful day out there. And I eventually got uh, offered a redundancy, and I took that. Mm -hmm. And then I started renovating my own home. Yeah. And then a few of the agents around the area were like, you know, why don't you start doing this? And I was like, well, I definitely didn't want to go back into an office. Yeah. So... Playing with my hands and, and building stuff has always been something I've enjoyed and, and I didn't think that I'd be able to do it for a business and it's just proven me wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So you kind of fell into it by accident then, yep. would you say? Yeah. Yep. You know, uh, for those of you listening in the States, redundancy is being laid off. So it's kind of an unemployment benefit or something like that. Um, but a lot of people, you know, with the current economic climate, if they're finding themselves in that situation. Um, I've actually talked to a lot of people who started businesses 
while kind of on unemployment or, you know, looking for other work or whatever, decided to start their own thing. It's that kind of push you need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sometimes like the stumble, like you've got to get knocked down to get up yep. kind of thing. Falling forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so you decided you wanted to start your own business and you wanted to be outside more. You wanted, what else did you want that you kind of have found now? Just that freedom to be doing what I wanted when I wanted to do it. Right. Uh, uh, Which sort of as the business is growing, you don't sort of get that freedom, but you are actually doing something that you actually enjoy doing. Yeah. Which, which is a big difference. Okay. So it never feels like work. It's never work. And at the end of the day, even though I'm tired or anything, I still look back and I just look at what I've done or because a lot of our stuff gets pulled up on billboards and stuff. So it's like, wow, I did that. Exactly. Yeah. Just for you, for no one else but yourself. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. Your your brand is very unique. So we love the name, That Lady Trading. so snappy. It kind of, yeah, it does what it says on the tin. It's really, (laughs) it's your exact business name. How did you come up with that? Was that something that people referred to you as? Or did you consciously think, I know I've got something unique here and I'm going to have that in my name? I I just, it took a long time to think about it, actually, because you could come up with some slang bits and pieces. But at the end of it, I just thought, you know what? I know. Let's just let's keep it simple. And it was just that lady tradie just came out. It was the lady tradie, but there's there's a few other, other the lady tradies out there. So then I just went, no, that lady tradie, that's it. And <laughs> yeah, it just it's just stuck. <laughs> it has a connotation that. Your superior, yeah, that lady, it's that one. Yeah. yeah, that it's one. It's the one that gets things done. And we do get things done, and we take pride in what we do as yeah. well. Yeah. So you have reached a lot of success with your company. I mean, you have done really well. Tell us about that journey. So you you got redundancy or laid off for those in the states, um, and you kind of decided that this was a sign that you should do what you loved and get that freedom. So then what were your next steps? Like, how did you start this business? Well, I started doing a couple of repairs for some of the local agencies around the, around the suburb. Mm-hmm. And it just, the, I think when a female has, has another female in the house doing some repairs, there's a lot of talk goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for all the right reasons, they were, they were, these women were looking after me and just putting my name out there. And what I started doing, just, which I thought was only going to be like a couple of days a week, ended up growing to a point where I had to put somebody else on with me. Right. Um, to the point now where it, oh, it's all word of mouth and I'm still, I'm scared to advertise anything because <laughs> I can't keep up with what it is now. Um, oh, I can, I will, but it's, um, yeah, I'm up to 12 people now just with word of mouth. 12 people on your team. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we've got two girls, another two. We do have a lot of guys working for me because you need that muscle every uh-huh. now. Uh, and but they're they they they're screened. They are gentlemen, you know, so that uh, everyone feels comfortable having them in the home. You have heavily screen screen them, sorry yeah. for their professionalism. Yes, basically. exactly. And they, they right. they've got to be. You know, nobody has to be fantastic at what they do, but they need to look after what they do and clean up after themselves, which mm-hmm. is which is the main things that tradies don't do. That's a big complaint that you heard. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you know, we, you know, even we we leave the place cleaner than what we left it the, wow. we, when we arrived. Yeah. So. so you're actually taking insights from customers on what their biggest kind of gripes or complaints are from having trades work done or construction yeah. work done, and then you're finding ways to improve upon it. That's it. So we don't have those big blokes that sit there and tell people what they should do. We ask people what they would like. Okay. Wow. You That's know. interesting. 
So your customers were telling you that they felt kind of, what, is it condescended to Con- or kind of yeah. bossed about? And and not not listened to. Okay. You know, if, if somebody has an opinion about how they want something in the house, some, some people would just say, no, that's not the way to do it, instead of having a look at it and saying, well, you know, you could do it that way. Right. So. Yeah. Do you think that's from being female, the, that you're more attentive and listening or... Yeah, yeah. I think because we all know what we want, right? Um, and the last thing you want is somebody to tell you, you can't have it, right? <laughs> True. I do think, generally speaking, this is very general, right? But women tend to be more empathetic as humans. You know, yeah. maybe it's maternal. You know, whatever it's from. But it is interesting to hear, like, you know, you'd have clients who had other people telling them what they wanted, and you were just there to listen. That's that's how you make it all work. Yeah, it's, and then and a lot of the times that we are in, you know, because some of our work or majority of our work at some stages is getting houses ready for sale as well. Right. Uh, and usually it's not um, happy circumstances. It could be a breakup or oh, it could yeah. be, you know, stuff like that. So you really need to be in tune with what's going on. Well, and be kind. Yeah. You know, that's so like. We were just talking about a situation, a really funny story from one of our pasts where someone just wasn't kind to us and they didn't realize, you know, that that person was in a really bad situation. Yep. So I just think that there's so much to be said when you own your own business about just being kind to your customers and empathetic. Yep. You know, it just can go so far. Definitely. Definitely. And you can see, you can see the gratitude and everything for it as well. It's it's like, you know, just the fact that you actually understand. Yeah. What are your other keys to success? So you talked about you know, listening to the complaint of them being messy or other handy people um, being messy when they came in the home. Yep. That's something that you found differentiated? Yeah, that, yeah just, it's just basically cleaning up after yourself, listening to the person, yeah. uh, being genuine about what you're doing as well, right. it, making sure that what you tell them, the, the, the job is how it's going to look, how it's going to be completed is actually completed that way. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of people that just drop the ball and just once they've been paid the money, they don't care. Yeah. And it comes back to that caring right. part. Um, it's just, yeah, basically giving a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> care about your customers yeah. and then everything yep. else it falls does, It does. Place. It does. It's like that uh, law of attraction type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why do you think that being a tradie is still quite a male-dominated industry? With all this in mind, like, Obviously, there's so many benefits of having that. Or being a construction person is yeah. a male-dominated industry. It is, I think, because you need the muscle. Okay. And it is a very physical job. If, you know, there are times where you come home absolutely knackered. Yeah. Um, but um, females can do it. Yeah. You know, there's, it's, just, it's just a little bit of conditioning and a little bit of, you know, get up and go. And then it's actually some females do it 10 times better than the guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Like, it's hard because it's women naturally don't build muscle the same way that men do. Right. But that doesn't mean that we can't build the functional strength that we need to do a physical job. That's right. And then comes in the attention to detail as well. Right. Which females do much better than males. (laughs) I'd say, generally speaking, you're definitely correct. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, the attention to detail. So, that's something that you found differentiated you. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, like we actually have to make decisions for people. A lot of them are just a little bit, you know, a little bit lost about what's happening. Mm-hmm. And we, and a lot of the time we just come in and we just have a look around and so we'll say, you don't need to spend your money here. You don't yeah. need to. This is where if you put your, you know, couple of dollars here, this is going to make the impact of somebody who walks in here. And we will increase the value of what their properties are worth just, you know, by a lick of paint and a, and a, yeah. and, and a roll of grass, you know. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not 
rocket science. It's just making the home feel like a home. Yeah, yeah. So um, what else would you say? I mean, is there anything else that has led to your business success that you have today comes to mind? Definitely females feeling comfortable about having a female in the house, even okay. though even though she's not, even though I'm not necessarily there all the time, right. they know that I'm running what's happening there. Yeah, you're running the show yeah. and you make them feel Th- comfortable. That's it, yeah. And you talked a little bit, I mean, we do have listeners tuning in from the States, you know, the Me Too movement was huge there. It was big all over the world, but we do have, you know, women who might have had some less than favorable experiences with people, you know, coming into their home in the past. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that might be. So if if there are other female handy women out there, you know, how do you approach that? With, do you talk about that with your clients? Do you, you know, talk about how you ensure professionalism from your employees? What do you do? I think, well, I haven't actually personally sort of brought that up with people, but I just, I, I get the feedback constantly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's just it comes down to just yeah, just being empathetic and just doing doing yeah, doing what you say you're going to do. Doing the right thing. Yeah. Do yeah. you do you find that um, you're booked mainly by women, or are you also booked by men? I'm booked by men now, but majority of when I first started doing it, and it takes a while before people start to get you know when there's this female that's around there, you know you you do get a bit of slack from the guys, you know who does she who you know she who does she think she is a tradie? She's not a tradie, you know. Really? Wow. You know, the, the guys and everything, and afterwards they're coming up and asking me for jobs for work when they've got none. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you you encounter kind of like a, a bit of a misogynist oh, misogynist yeah. yeah, really. Yeah. Yep. It's um. It's quite funny to watch, you know, like with everything that's going on with the work situation and everything, there's a lot of businesses that are going down that are not getting the flow that they used to. Yeah, the flow uh, of new customers. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm just, I can't believe, I've just probably doubled since it's all wow. happened. What is, can you give us like a, just for other female handy women or female construction professionals out there, like, can you give us um, just a you know, scenario that you've gone through that felt a bit sexist on the job and how you handled it so they can take the advice? I can just try to remember back. I can, I can remember a funny scenario. Oh, go ahead. Which is <laughs> where, 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 where I've, you know, walked into the house and I'm doing the jobs and everything, working, putting up pictures and, and just the general stuff around the house. And all of a sudden the husband walks past me. And he's like, looked at me and just keeps walking into the kitchen where the wife is and just sort of said, you can overhear the conversation going, what are you doing here? <laughs> What's she doing here? And yeah. the wife turns around and says, well, you know, she's here doing the work that you said you were going to do six months ago and it's still not done. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I feel like that happens in so many, like everybody procrastinates though, but it's yeah. definitely a situation where if the woman, if the wife can't, you know, physically do the work. Yeah. And then she's yep. like kind of in this situation where her husband just keeps putting it off. You know, you can have someone come in and kind of rescue the situation. Exactly. Yeah. But don't worry, it happens at my house as well. Yeah. <laughs> Trady never works on their own house. Yeah. And I yeah. get threatened with it all the time. I'm going to call someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call someone yes. for this work. Yeah. I'm really interested to kind of get your thoughts on, on sexism and misogyny in, in the industry and just in business in general and how... How would you approach a sexist situation? Do you tend to like laugh it off, yeah. or would you confront the person and 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 put them straight? I just prove them wrong. You prove them wrong. Prove them wrong. Yeah, yeah. Just don't worry about what they say. Just yeah. get out there and be yourself. Be real. Have the confidence. You know, there's always going to be somebody telling you that you can't do anything or you can't do it right. You can't do it the way they can. 
Yeah. But like I said, in many times now, of those people that have that I have had those problems with, you know, I've had some comments made, you know, when you're walking down the street, have been the very same people that have been, you know, come up to me when we've you know, gone to a bar or something to buy a drink and said, have you got any work? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. So you just focus on being the best that you can be. Absolutely. And if they come around, they do. And if they don't, yeah. they don't. But either way, you just, you don't care. Nope. No. That's, don't care. That's really good um, advice. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all too often worry too much about what other people think about and say about us. Yep. And right. you can waste a lot of energy there that you're never going to change some people's minds. No. But and you can show them that they're wrong. That's it. <laughs> Prove them wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just focus on yourself. Yep. So when you want to like upskill yourself, because obviously, you know, if you're opening like a handy person business, yep. that entails a lot of things. Like you might get all kinds of calls. So how do you learn new things? How do you upskill yourself when you need to? This is going to sound simple. Mm-hmm. Google it. You just Google it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all out there. Yeah. But you might not charge the client the whole out. You might sort of say to the client, look, you know, I haven't done this before. I'm happy to learn on your job. Yeah. Um, I'll just charge, you know, one fee and you might be there for three or four hours while you're doing the, the first time. Right. Um, but that's how I did it. I would just get out of your comfort zone, Google it. Yeah. Do the job, not charge as much. And then once, you, once you've done it once... It's you like know, riding a bike. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find a lot of like good um, learning videos on YouTube or like where do you, do you have a YouTuber that you follow for that's? No, no, no I don't. I just look at specifically what we're doing or what we're focusing on. Okay. Um, if it's anything, obviously if anything that needs licensing or anything, you, I would get a, a, one of those professions in to do that, that work. Uh-huh. Um, but YouTube, just have a look. Yeah. Whatever it is that you're doing with it. And you can do that when you're changing a tire, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It sounds to me like you could actually start a YouTube channel, Michelle, (laughs) because I would love to learn from you. (laughs) Maybe that's the next thing. Yeah. Like learn how to fix your own house with that lady training. (laughs) I would love that. There's so many like, the other thing too is like women are staying single kind of on purpose. (laughs) You know, there are a lot of women who like just don't have any plans to marry or like, and they are living a life, a single life on purpose and perfectly happy. But then there, there's, you know, shit happens. Like you, you just need someone to help you with yeah. house stuff. Yeah. And, and we get a lot of success, successful women uh, where we, you know, just go and just do the general repairs for them as well. Yeah. And they can afford to pay for it, you know. Yeah, of course. I mean, and we they, live in Sydney. It's yeah. a thriving metropolis. Like there are women, you know, San Fran, New York, whatever. You find all these successful, very impressive women, yeah. but then you come home and they've got like a clogged drain or something. They might not know what to do with it. You know, it's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a CEO, but yet uh, here I am like messing <laughs> with this, yep. whatever it is. Yep. We've got people that we actually look after their houses for them, even even things to organize, you know, I, that I'll actually just run their repairs for them. Uh, they okay. don't have to worry about it. And they're, then they're out, you know, doing what they do best. Right. And we just maintain the home. We, you know, organise all the trades to come through when they're not sure about anything. Yeah. There's a pandemic happening right now. And obviously that's affected a lot of different businesses in, in many ways. Yeah. How has that affected you? And are, are there any changes that you've had to put in place um, in order to kind of combat any fear around people coming into, you know, tradies coming into the homes and stuff? First of all, yeah, we do the, all the general repairs and, and like, you know, maintenance with face masks and sanitizers and everything like that and keeping our distance from them. Um, we're very lucky here that it didn't hit us as bad. 
um, what did happen, which hit us worse, was people sitting at home looking at what needed to be repaired. Uh, and people had more time. We had, and they had more time to look at stuff and we got <laughs> yeah. bombarded with work of, okay. because people are sitting at home now looking at what needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. And going, okay, you know, they, now we've got the time to get someone in here. So what, yeah. we would do things where we originally when it was all happening, we'd, we'd, we would be working out, outside mm-hmm. and the people would be inside. We did a lot of garden stuff and putting up fences and stuff like that. Yeah. And then as everything got released a little bit, we started going back into people's homes. Yeah. So for those of you who are listening from other countries, Australia has not been hit as hard by the pandemic as, you know, places like certainly the United States or the UK or Europe. Um, so we have uh, tough restrictions for a little bit. Um, and now most Australian states, including New South Wales, where we are in Sydney, are have some range of normal activities that they can do. So Michelle uh, would not have been in the same situation as a handy man or handy woman in um, San Fran, for instance, just because uh, it's been a little different here. What kind of sanitary practices and like covered, is there anything specific like for someone that is running a trades business? that you can give uh, that you've kind of come up with during the pandemic? Oh, it, look, it's it's basically keeping your distance and washing your hands. Yeah. You know, um, wearing a face mask. We've got face masks. Some of my guys, when we couldn't get them, were their, their girlfriends were, were sewing them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which was kind of cute. And then because and we had all these, you know, trendy little ones while everyone else was just wearing the paper ones. It was yeah. great. Yeah, you could have your logo. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah. <laughs> That'll come next. Extra branding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's it's basically just being sensible, not yeah. stupid. Don't, yeah. you know, and and especially if there were elderly people involved, oh, yeah. we def- definitely didn't go into their houses. Yeah. Have you had to reprimand any of your staff or just kind of not listen? No, I have to reprimand clients from coming up and hugging me. Really? When they, when we like, you know, because we, like I said, most of the times we're just sort of pulling them out of a bad situation. Yeah. With a divorce or or something's happened where we have to do something quick or something like that. And, you know, they're going through their own emotions and then, you know, they said, then they all of a sudden, you know, something, the house is sold and the the pressure's taken off and you come in to sort of, (laughs) you know, say, you know, congratulations and they come flying at you with a hug. And I'm like, oh, Yeah. Not now. <laughs> and every, I feel like in every industry and in every moment, it's just like this pandemic has like made us go against our tribal nature yep. as human beings. Yep. We're all big huggers. Yeah. You we know, want to, yeah. We need that. We need that um, connection. And it's kind of weird that now that you, you're not allowed to do that. It physically yeah. like shake someone's hand. Yeah, or, even yeah. that, even yeah. that when you do that, among, you know, it sort of like feels as if it's it's wrong. Taboo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so, okay, so I know that you were on redundancy when yep. you started your business. So yep. for you, it became like a happy conclusion out of what could have been a scary situation for yeah. a lot of people. But for women who are just, you know, if if there are women out there who are starting new jobs starting their own business, or maybe they've been laid off, maybe they're on redundancy. What pieces of advice would you give those women? I mean, if you could go back and talk to yourself, what would you say? Do what you love. Do what you love. That's that's the the, the biggest thing is do what you enjoy doing. Yeah. You're going to spend a lot of time doing it, so you may as well do what you love. And mine was just, yeah, just my mine was just making changes. And I think that probably had a lot to do with, you know, having the, the background I did with, with a, you know, family of tradies. Right. <clears throat> But you got to love what you do. What is your What's your favorite thing about being a tradie? Is it you said it was the freedom, right? Yeah, yeah. The free it was the freedom. It's also when I was working in an office, it was that re- repetition that you would just. It felt like Groundhog Day. 
Yeah. <clears throat> so you were just doing one thing and then repeating it and repeating it. And I was in payroll, so it was like one payroll would finish and the next one would start. Yeah. And with doing this sort of stuff, you're doing a different thing every day. Yeah. It's and and it's a different outcome every day. Now, for those people that just want to do the same thing and be, you know, be done with it, that's fine, but I I'm, I'm more creative. Yeah. And I love seeing something different every day. Like one day I'm painting, the next day I'm doing turf, the next day I'm doing, you know, putting in a new kitchen. Right. It's not the same thing. It's like always a new problem to solve. Well, exactly. And there's a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got a few so, problems. Do you want yeah, to solve my problems? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> problems there, problems with the work, and then you're dealing with the problems emotionally uh, with people. Yeah. And yeah. you don't know what situation everyone's in, and sometimes right. it's not pleasant for them, and yeah. sometimes it's, you know, they're celebrating something. So for, yeah. for the women who are listening to this who are in a corporate job and feeling like it's Groundhog Day and are thinking, oh, I want to do something a bit different, what would you say to them about becoming a tradie? Do you think that's something that is can easily be retrained? Or into? a plumber or electrician or like some some sort of tradesperson. Yeah. yeah. Do you what think you that say? like anyone can do this if they get the training? Or do you think there's a certain type of person that it suits? Got to be somebody that loves getting their hands dirty. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or doesn't mind a broken nail or anything like that. Because yeah. if you're... um. Yeah, you, dirt under the fingernails. Uh, yes, that all of that, and you, you you're gonna, you know, there's dust. There's yeah, it's it's not a it's glamorous. not a glamorous job. Yeah, yeah you've got to be yeah, but at the same time, it is rewarding as well. And you're out a lot of the time. You're outside. You know? Yeah, it's you're not cooped up sitting behind the deck I, desk. I used to have um, back problems and everything right. just from sitting down all the time. Yeah, well, I haven't had a back problem for a long time. Yeah. Do you so, find that your fitness has increased? Yeah, it has. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What fitness, actually, that's a good question. What fitness, do you do anything to increase your functional strength or, you know, mobility or whatever because you are in the trades? No, you get it on, you get, you it, get, doing, it, you get it doing it because when you're <laughs> lifting bags of dirt or bags of mulch or rolls of grass or yeah. tins of paint and, and holding beams up while you're <laughs> yeah. pulling decks up. You, yeah, you don't need you, the gym. No, no. <laughs> that is your gym. You, you, that is, is your the gym. gym. That is <laughs> <laughs> the gym. You just need to run a little bit because the cardio side of it's not there. But, you know, your muscle strength and everything, that's it's there. Beautiful. So be empathetic. Don't worry about what people say and do what you love. Do what you love. Do what you love. Well, thank <laughs> you so much, Michelle. We loved having you on. Pleasure. <laughs> thank right. you. We'll chat soon. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. This podcast was brought to you by invoice to go We're an invoicing and billing app that helps business owners work and get paid from anywhere at any location around the globe. And we're helping close the gender-based pay gap because the current US gender-based pay gap sits at around 19%. Listeners of the Female Founders Network podcast will get exactly 19% off of any subscription. Just use the code EMPOWERWOMEN at checkout.